Welcome back, everybody. It's the NFL podcast. It's week 16. It's really starting to heat up. No doubt some of you are still alive in your NFL fantasy playoffs. All your teams just hanging on there trying to make playoffs. I've got my great mate, Rory Atkins. He's coming to us live from Adelaide. Rat, how you going, mate? <laughs> I think I'm going better than you, mate. What did you get up to yesterday? Oh, mate, you know what it's like? It's it's the season, as they say. It's um, <laughs> had more beers and hot dinners lately. I'll give you the tip. <laughs> well, we just get through, don't we, mate? It's it's a commitment on both of our behalves, isn't it? Oh, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, his thoughts going. We'll just do this one next week and tell everyone we're sick, but we dig in. That's what people <laughs> oh, appreciate. You dig in. And I love NFL. This is easy. This is light work. Oh, it's light work, mate. Let's Let's get after it. Looking forward to it. Now, the first game, Atlanta taking on Baltimore. Atlanta 5-9 and uh, Baltimore 9-5. and The Ravens are playing pretty average at the moment, but they're winning. Uh, do you expect them to win here? And how, what do you see happening? I do expect the Ravens to win here, just duly based around quarterback play. So Desmond Ridder had his first start at QB last week, and I managed to watch that game, and he didn't look great at all. He attempted 26 passes. Went for 97 yards. He was okay on the ground. One player that did stand out last week was Tyler Algier, the running back from the Falcons. He rushed 17 times for 139 yards and a tutty. But I just think like Baltimore's defense will be able to stop that and they're going to force Ritter to pass it. I expect him to get picked off a couple of times here. So I reckon Baltimore are going to win at home and look for J.K. Dobbins just to punch it on the ground because we know the wide receivers for Ravens haven't fired a shot lately. That's a great call. Um, you've, you've hit the nail on the head there. I think Ravens will win. They'll win on the ground and they'll stop the run game, which will force Drake London to get a few catches. He had he had 11 targets last week and seven catches for 70 yards. I think Drake London's probably the best bet in this game with uh, J.K. Dobbins and the Ravens. That's what I'll be doing, right? That's a pretty simple one, isn't it? It is simple, mate, yeah. But I, I just think, yeah, Ravens, Ravens are just... Uh too defensively sound at the minute, I reckon, for a, for a young QB. Detroit 7-7 seven and seven, taking on Carolina. This one's in Carolina. They're 5-9. Their division's wide open. This is a pretty big game. Uh, the weather's looking pretty nice. How do you see this one playing? And just quietly, we know now, took us five weeks, Detroit have the best run day at the moment. Their last six weeks stacks up better than anyone. So we kind of know what's going to happen in this one. Yeah, they, they have come good, the lines there. So I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how this plays out. Carolina have have gone all right the last couple of weeks. I, I'm liking the, the management of their QB, Sam Darnold. He's, he's not setting the world on fire, but just doing enough. He's not turning the ball over, which he's had trouble with in the past. But I just love Detroit at the minute. Their, their offense is stacked. Our boy, Armand Ra St. Brown, we love him. He's He's on fire at the minute. What did he go for last week? He went for 76 yards. He had 10 targets. He's he's one of the informed wide receivers in the comp. I love him. And they've also got that twin-headed dragon in the backfield with uh, Williams and Swift. I think Detroit are going to win at Carolina, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. I reckon it's going to be a real arm wrestle, uh, but I think Detroit are going to win. DJ Moore got back to his best last week. When I say best, a touchdown and 73 yards. I think he'll go pretty well in this game. Um, I'm not liking their run game against this defense. So I think Darnold over his passing yards is another good one. And 
The player that I'm really hard to find is Swift. I just don't know what he's doing. I think he might be a little bit injured. You just can't work out what he's up to um, week on week. He's he's going to explode soon. It's just a matter of when. Uh, 52 yards on the ground and only 23 in the air. But gets a good matchup this week, so monitor that one. But I want to be tipping Detroit, right? Yeah, I'm the same, mate. Detroit for me too. Buffalo, 11-3, and three, taking on Chicago Bears, 3-11. and 11. I think this is Josh Allen's first time playing Buff, um, the, the Bears, according to a few things I read the other day. I wonder how hard he wants to go in this one, just to let everyone know that he's uh, he's still the man. Justin Fields last week, come back. He was great. Did his thing, uh, you know, ran for 95 yards on the ground. He's a machine. But this one's going to be pretty straightforward, isn't it? I think so, mate. Uh, Chicago's D hasn't really been able to stop anyone all year. Buffalo coming off a great win in the snow last week against Miami. So they're rolling. Josh Allen back to his best. Three In the snow, 300 yards, four passing touchdowns, rushed for 70 yards. That's an MVP-type game. He's, he's on fire. Fields is on fire. But I think Buffalo, holistically, their defense is great. Their offense is great. Is great. And other than the constant of Fields in Chicago, you just don't know what you're going to get. AJ Brown went for 181 yards and Devontae Smith 126 last week. This game set up for a Diggs game. Diggs has been a bit quiet lately. I think they would have seen a few things and they'll probably run the ball a little bit more than Philly did last week. But I expect Diggs to get back to his best. I think he'll be a big one in this one. So Bills for both of us. Well, there's... Well, Josh Allen's passing yards, I'm unsure whether they think someone else is going to come in at quarterback or not, but his passing yards over under is 220 yards, so 219.5. Mm, it's part of it that. after coming... Yeah, I'm, I'm unsure what the what the bookies are thinking there because he went for 300 last week, so whether they think he's going to rush a bit or non-contest sort of thing, someone else comes in. So it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. It is interesting. If you do look at his last month, though, Rad, he's had a, I mean, the last five games he's played, 197, 253, 223, 147, and 304 passing. So it's a bit, they're kind of on the money. But if you look at what the defense gave up to Philly last week, you'd think he hits that with a couple. He, said, he could hit that at half time if he's at his best, really. Oh, exactly, yeah. So um, that's a tricky one. Um, keep lines open on that one. Bit of wind in uh, Chicago, according to Sleeper app. New Orleans taking on Cleveland. They're five and nine. They need a win, and Cleveland six and eight. This one's in Cleveland. It's probably going to be really cold. Um, what do you expect happening here? And who's your tip? Uh, I think Cleveland win this. I haven't been too impressed with New Orleans the last couple weeks. Uh, Chris Olave is out. Who has been there? most constant wide receiver this year. Uh, Deshaun Watson seems to have found a favourite target in Amari Cooper. So if I'm going to have a play at anyone in this game, it will be Cooper receiving yards over. And I'm just, I'm so disappointed in what has happened since um, Watson's come back with Nick Chubb. He was on fire. He, he did go for 100 yards last week or 99, but it's just, it's just still not the same. I don't think they... They are valuing what he brings as much as what they did at the start of the year when it all revolved around him and what he was doing with Brissett. I think Cleveland is going to win at home. But if I'm going to have a play at anything, it would probably be based around Amari Cooper. Yep, I like it. And yeah, he has been frustrating. I think this would be a Nick Chubb game. He gets a good matchup here. 
Um, he hasn't set the world on fire lately. He hasn't gone for 100 yards for about four weeks, but this game is a good matchup. And if he gets his 20 carries, he should get that 100 and a tutty. He hasn't had a tutty for three weeks, Rat. Can you believe that? No, well, that's what I was saying, mate. Since Watson come in, has come in, it seems like it's they've skewed a little bit just to make Watson feel a bit more comfortable. So hopefully they get back to uh, pounding the ball with uh, Big Chubby. Uh, the player for New Orleans that's really impressive is that Rashid Shahid. What a name and what a player. Very quick, gets out the back, um, but really exciting player. He's someone that you could probably look at if you need someone special and a risky player. But, yeah, he, he's he's quite he's quite impressive. I think when you watch him live, he's yeah he's very good. And with Alave out, he'll get a few more targets. Um, Kamara's so hard, he's, he's hit and miss. I think that Cleveland will win this game and it'll be Nick Chubb and a touchdown, mate. That's my tip. Your tip? Yeah, uh, Cleveland for mine. And I do like that Nick Chubb uh, touchdown call. As as you said, a bit of logic. He, he's due, mate. He's due. He is, and he should get the groundwork. Seattle, 7-7, seven and seven, taking on Kansas City Chiefs, 11-3. and three. This one's at Arrowhead, which is Kansas City. Um. This one's pretty straightforward, isn't it? Patrick Mahomes and Geno Smith, we should just be slinging the ball around, something stupid. Yeah, mate. Well, as we said, the Texans uh, did us in again last week. We were thinking they're going to get smashed. And Kansas City didn't look too crash hot last week, but I'm going to take them at home here at Arrowhead against Seattle. Seattle are in the fight for the, the last two playoff spots. So... They're fighting for their life. There's a bit more on the line for them due to Kansas City already clinched and they've won their division, so they'll be in. Uh, we did touch on last week McKinnon, our boy, to get over, which he did salute, which was great. He, he's he been good. He went for As a running back, he received for 70 yards last week and went for 52 yards on the ground, so 122 all-purpose yards. He's on fire. I can't work out what is happening in the Kansas City Chief backfield, but... I like what they've got going there with Pacheco as well. He rushed for 86 yards. So those two lads are on fire. I can't go past our big boy, Travis Kelsey. So I'm going to go. He's always due for six or seven receptions in Kansas City to win in this one. It's um, it's an interesting one. Last week, we spoke about how he was my best bet. One of. And he had 105, yeah. 105, but still no tutties. That's three weeks in a row, no touchdown. He's got to get one. He's got a great matchup this week against Seattle. I reckon you fire up again on on Travis Kelsey. And then when you flip the uh, flip the switch and you go to the other team, I think DK Metcalf gets an extremely good matchup. I think with Lockett out, this bloke should see far out. He sees 10 targets normally a game. I reckon he'll be seeing 12. They should be behind as well. So it's, it's stick to the guns in this one for me. I think you can go DK, you can go Kelsey, and then the running backs, someone like a Kenneth Walker should run one over. This could be a high-scoring game. Um, I'm really excited about this one. I guess the player that everyone's talking about is McKinnon. He's been unbelievable. But I wonder, will he be that good when they're not behind? Because they've been playing close games. Will, Will Pacheco get a bit more work? It's a real tough one, that one. But the trend is your friend McKinnon. Anywhere near the goal line, they're just giving him the ball, aren't they? They are, mate. Yeah, he look he he's the uh, Swiss Army knife around the goal line, so he's just 
unstoppable down there. Considering what Mahomes can do and all the other targets, they're trying to cover Kelsey, Smith-Schuster, Valdez-Scantling. He just pops up and gets in. He's the par- He's getting the passing yards. So I don't think that he's right. I mean, he, had, he rushed 52 yards last week, but Isaiah Pacheco is the main man. He had 86 yards on the ground. He he gets another good matchup. So um, McKinnon for receiving yards, Pacheco for rushing, and then you got Kelsey as the main target there with a few wide receivers. Oh, well, looking forward to that one. That'll be a really good game, actually. I'm excited to watch. Hopefully that's really high scoring. New York Giants, eight and five, taking on Minnesota Vikings. This is a big game for the Giants. Um, Vikings, we know, have clinched their spot. This was in the Dome. Rat, do you think the Giants can win? They were pretty impressive against Washington defensively. I think the Giants can win. I'm just unsure now that they've clinched what what this what this all looks like in the next couple of weeks for these teams. I know you want to go into the playoffs with some momentum, but for example, Justin Jefferson has had a huge year. I'm looking at his line, receiving yard line here. It's 91 and a half. Like, I just think surely that's at least, it has to be over 100. So the last 123 yards, 223, it's quite one in 45, 139, 33, 193, 115, 98. Like, he's had a ridiculous year, but I still can't work out why his receiving, why his line is just over 90 yards. Like, if you've just, you'd be so far up if you were just backing that each week, uh, receiving yards over. I just can't work it out. So I don't know whether they think they're going to uh, have a few boys on ice. I think Minnesota win this at home. Uh, their defense is leaking a lot of points. I reckon it could be a big game for Saquon Barkley. Last week, he had 87 yards on the ground and a touchdown and 33 receiving yards. I really like what he did last week. I think Minnesota win this one, but keep lines open due to they've already clinched and a few guys might kick their feet up this week. Mm. Well said, mate. Well said. It's a very different one when they're at the end of the year um, chasing. Can they chase that first spot or they can't? I don't think they're in contention for that. Okay. Right, oh, yeah, well, this is an interesting one. I've got Saquon Barkley in a fantasy league, mate. I need him to fire up. I'm, uh, I'll be watching him like a hawk. He gets a good matchup, and I'm just hoping he explodes. He's had that neck query for a while, but it doesn't seem to really bother him. Um, I'm going to probably tip the Giants just because I don't like the way the Vikings have been going lately. That win they had the other week was unbelievable. I think the Giants can stop them defensively. And if they stop Dalvin Cook, I kind of expect Jefferson to go off um, in this one. The Giants have been giving up heaps of yards to wide receivers. So it'd be all eyes on Jefferson. He's the man. I reckon he's chasing that 2,000 receiving yards in the season as well, just quietly. So, yeah, Jefferson for me and Barkley. And if I want value, I'll throw a head-to-head and take Giants to the line. But um, I think I'll stick away from that. Really good game, though. I think it'll be exciting. Hopefully, it's a bit more offense than normal in a Giants game. Um, but yeah, interested to see how Minnesota start the game because they were terrible last week. And then they obviously finished the game with a record-setting comeback, which was just off its head. Big Kirk dancing after the game in the chains, no doubt. <laughs> Cincinnati, 10-4, and four, taking on New England Patriots. This one's at New England. Bit of wind. December, weather, no doubt. Cincinnati, they've been 
crazy. I think they're starting to push their case for the Super Bowl, mate. To be honest, the way Joe Burrow plays, the team they've got at receiving, um, their receiving corps and their rushing backs, running backs, I should say, but the way they rush the ball. P. Ryan's a really nice catching back. He reminds me of McKinnon. And then you've got Mixon who can do both. They've got options everywhere, mate. I think you, I just think you can't tip, you can't tip New England. You've got to go with the Bengals, don't you? Yeah, Cincinnati looked great last week, and they've shown now. Uh, so they beat Tampa Bay last week, but they were down at the half uh, quite easily as well, and managed to come back and win. Joe Burrow is an absolute guy. On the other side of the ball, New England, Ramondre Stevenson, as you mentioned last week, went off for 172 yards and a touchdown. But gee, I felt for the Patriots last week against the Raiders. Uh, our boy Jacoby Myers, it's one of the all-time brain farts I've seen. I don't think they bounced back from that. Cincinnati are just going too well at the minute. And I think, well, did they were they one and four or one and three at the start of the year? But regardless of what they were, then they're so they're they're on fire. They're probably the informed team in the competition right now, hitting the nail on the head with all their all their skill position players. I think they're just going too well at the minute. They did have a they did have a stinky start, but geez, they've been impressive since the Bengals. Um, and that's what I mean. They're just running hot. They're like Detroit Lions. They're just running hot. And when you're running that hot, you just got to stick with them. Uh, the New England Patriots, it kind of makes me laugh. I've, you know, they've had that much success, but seeing them just fuck around at the end with the ball, poor Jacoby Myers. At least he, one thing I respect is he come out and said, I was trying to be a hero. Um, didn't hide away the fact that he's had an absolute mare at the end of the game. Oh, the Chandler Jones touchdown from Vegas, it just makes me happy because I know what Bill Belichick's like. I, you know, I, I just don't rate him at all. I just think he's an average. You know, the way he operates is just not how I would like. And when something goes wrong like that, it makes me smile because I just think he'd be losing his marbles inside those four <laughs> The things he would have said at the meetings this week, I mean, I would not want to be Jacoby Myers and I would not want to be their special teams or their, sorry, their offense because you just get out of bounds and take it to overtime, don't you, Rat? Oh, you just had to, mate. But we've all been there. We've all been there wanting to uh, be the hero, but oh, gee, oh, it was bad. Even even Mac Jones, you see Mac Jones's pathetic tackle on Chandler Jones, like like he just oh. oh he just crumbled. Like I mean, we all probably would, but fucking hell, like he just oh, coming from two tackling machines in our in ourselves, mate. Two two hardball contested tackling machines. Oh, mate, I reckon I still would have laid a tackle, mate. Games on the line, he's just got literally sat on his ass. It was, I mean, Chandler Jones is a beast, but oh, that was a nightmare and um. It, yeah, it was a really cool finish. You don't see that every day, do you? No, that's right. It was actually it was shit to see for New England's uh, purposes, but uh, great to actually uh, see the spectator. We know that Bill Belichick, the mastermind, mind you, the one of the best coaches going around, he always takes out their best player. That's his thing. Like take away their weapon. Does he take Jamar Chase out of the game, and does that leave Mixon to go off? Oh, I think Jamar Chase can catch a short, intermediate, deep balls. It's just, I nearly reckon he's too hard to lock up. So it'll be interesting to see how they actually approach that one. I'm unsure of the backfield. I, I'm staying away from Mixon and Piron because Piron's going that well that after Mixon had a couple of weeks off, they're kind of sharing the carries there. So it just, I, I'm staying away from that backfield there. 
a player that you want to get on is Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson, 172 yards and a touchdown last week. Doesn't get a good matchup like he did against Vegas, but they are strong numbers. And when the weather gets cold, you'd think that he would get the ball back in his hands. Matt, I'll tip the Bengals. I don't really have anyone screaming at me. Um, if it is Chase that gets covered, I think I might turn my attention to someone like a Higgins. But, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, actually. I just think I don't like betting against New England. Uh, sorry, with New England games. They just make the game a bit sloppy, don't they? Yeah, they do. They get it in an arm wrestle, so it, it's hard to really uh, see how the match plays out there. But again, rem- reminder, do you think Devontae Adams is a gun? Yeah, he's one of the best. He got shut down last week. So I kind of think the same thing with Jamar Chase. So, yeah, I'll turn my attention to Boyd and Higgins to go over their line in that one and them to win. Okay, Houston, 1-12 and 12 and a draw, taking on Tennessee Titans, who need to win. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. The Jags are right up their clacker. This one's at Tennessee, and Houston's meant to have the worst run D, which is... Still kind of there, but they've been unbelievably good the last couple of weeks. And we keep saying, oh, they're going to get smashed. Maybe I do. Now, is this the game where I go, oh, maybe they'll be competitive and they fold? I don't know, but it's not a great matchup. I think Derek Henry gives them nightmares. I, I am of he the has I, to. It gives them like 200 plus type games. So, well, in saying well, that, I, to. I just think that, yeah. I just think this one, I mean, last time he played, yeah, 219 and two. This is got to be a Derrick Henry game. He had 100 last week and a touchdown. That's two back-to-back. He gets another great matchup. They need to win. Um, I just think this has got to be your best bet of the week, doesn't it? Derrick Henry for 100-plus. Has to, mate. I just had a look then on double three dollars eighty five for two plus touchdowns. I will be taking that. I was just looking there. So four weeks ago against the Dolphins, Texans gave up thirty. Even though they've been they've been in these games, they gave up thirty points against the Dolphins, twenty seven against a shit Browns team, twenty seven against the Cowboys, and last week thirty against the Chiefs. So even though they've been in these games, the Oppo have still managed to score. So oh, that that's the thing. So Malik Willis is at QB for the Titans. No Tannehill at the minute. It just revolves around Derrick Henry and their offense. Look, Traylon Burks is back also. I really love him, the book, uh, rookie wide receiver. And your boy Oconco in there doing good things as well. But it just does revolve around King Derrick. And sometimes what you know is still hard to stop. So I, I reckon you're spot on there. Mm. I think you... Uh... Yeah, I've been, I just want to, yeah, Houston, I actually think their future's brighter than we think. It might, and it might be starting with their defense, mate, but, uh, well, as you said, they've been scoring, but they've been making some plays. I'm, I just I'm can't also, believe they're, one, they're not a 1-12 team, though, are they? Like, they just to remind people, they took it, they've been, they've, they were beating the Chiefs and Dallas the last two weeks and crumbled at the very end of the game. It's like the coach said, boys, we need the draft pick. Fuck now, just relax now, would you? Um, this is a must-win game for Titans. I, I, I think I'll be taking Titans, Derrick Henry, for, and, and over his yards. And if he can get the two touchdowns, it might be the, it might be the case. Um, straightforward game, mate. Straightforward game. I've, I've got one for you. Start of the year futures bet. Mahomes MVP at eight dollars fifty. He's now into a dollar thirty-five. 
into Derrick Henry most rushing touchdowns for the year at seven bucks. I've I've got to come for a bit, Chino. Derrick Henry is two touchdowns behind Williams from Detroit. He's on 14. Henry's on 12. Does he catch it? Wow. You know what? To answer your question, they got Dallas the, the following week, the Titans, right? And then the week after that, they've got Jacksonville. I think he can give Jacksonville a touch-up. I think he might score. I think he's a, he's a chance, mate. He's a chance. If he scores oh, two, he's a huge China. chance. I need it, China. I might get the Aces a little studio for that thing salutes. Oh, that must sound like a monster. How do we love that? <laughs> well, good luck with that one. We'll be cheering him on this week. He gets no better matchup, mate. Who was the player you just said, sorry, that he's behind? Uh, Williams from Detroit, the running back, who just gets all the goal line work. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's been going off, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh. Good luck. I, I think he does. Two behind. So he needs to. I'll be licking my lips if he gets over for two or three this week. So he could explode, mate. Come on, one, big Derek. You just need one big game. Um, Washington seven and six and one taking on San Fran ten and four. This one's at San Fran. Washington are pretty. They were pretty disappointing last week on offense. They were really bad, actually. I thought they'd come out after uh, the last quarter and started slinging the ball around to Terry. But they were just really, really poor. It's, I'm really, I must say, Brock Purdy has been unbelievable. Like, just it looks good. Yeah, like just really impressive. Hits the easy one, and it's become an easy game when Debo Samuel's out. It's all about Christian McCaffrey. So I'll be, I'll be um, interested to see him in this one. He hasn't got a great matchup, so I think maybe his receiving yards could be the go. He's gone for thirty plus. Three weeks in a row, um, 80, 34, and 30. Obviously, Brock Purdy, the last couple. So they're rushing the ball. He's gone for 100 yards two weeks in a row and a touchdown. He's the trend on their side. Um, and Ayuk, we know, had a bad matchup last week. He gets a, an okay matchup, but he'll be coming off a 19-yard game. I think he'll respond. But Kittle was the beneficiary of no... Debo, he went for 93 and two touchdowns. Gets a tough matchup in his position. I think it's an Ayuk uh, yards and a McCaffrey setup. It's San Fran for me because of their defense. I can't really trust anyone playing San Fran defense. What do you think? Yeah, you spot on, mate. San Fran D flying at the minute and Purdy's managing the game well on the offensive side of the ball. Could be a Terry McLaurin game for me, I reckon, because I don't reckon the run game for Washington is going to get off the ground at all. And, you know, McLaurin, scary Terry, is Heineke's man. He went for 70 yards last week. They had the bye the week before, then 105 and a tutty. The week before that against the New York Giants, who he was scheduled to have a bad matchup against them. I think a game for Terry McLaurin, if anything, on that side of the ball, but San Fran to win. Mm, Like it. Love it. I've got their defense. I hope they go crazy. Righto, this is the game we've been waiting for all year, but there's a bit of gray area because you know I love Dallas. So let me tell you the teams. Philly taking on Dallas. Philly 13-1, Dallas 10-4. But no Jalen Hurts. Gardner Minshew is going to play. Two things. One, are they resting him? I know he's got a sore shoulder, but are they resting him so they can save their tactics? And two, I feel so sorry for so many people in fantasy playoffs 
like Josh Dunkley in our league, even though he's got a backup like Tua, luckily. But there's people out there that are relying on Hertz. It's, he's got him there, and now he's not there. Rat, how generally? Oh, it generally hurts, mate. Pardon the pun, but fuck it hurts, <laughs> um, it, mate. Oh, oh, I couldn't imagine that. It, but they have been kissed on it the whole year. They know they've got a scrambling quarterback. Like you've seen it with Lamar, Justin Fields, Hurts. They they get hurt. They get banged up. So luckily, Dunks had the uh, plan B, and it's a good one in uh, Tua. I'm on Dabble now. I'm just searching. So keep talking. Who do you think is going to win this game? I think Dallas win. But I, I think it's a high-scoring effect. I really rate Gardner Minshew. What he used to do in Jacksonville, I, I really like the way he goes about it. He can air the ball out. And don't forget, this is his time to shine. He's fighting for a contract. Um, I, I think Dallas win this. Uh, the same, I reckon Zeke gets in again. They're giving him the goal line work. What's he done the last couple of weeks? He went for 58 in a tutty last week. Not much not much receiving, but he's hovering around the 50 to 70 yards, but he's gone for six touchdowns. Oh, shit, more than that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine touchdowns in the past seven games. So he's nearly immoral to get in on the goal line there. He, he's very crafty around there. So I'll be taking him for an anytime touchdown score and Dallas to win at home. Yeah, I like that. Dallas are actually a dollar forty-four, and Philly are two eighty. I didn't realize the bookies had it that way. That's a fair. They're fair odds for a team that's um, won thirteen games of football out of fourteen. I'll be tipping Dallas, though. I just think Dallas's defense is going to get after them. We, I think you'll, uh, yeah, I think you'll see a bit more air yards. I, I think they're going to be. I saw a was there a podcast with Micah Parsons and they. Talking about Jalen Hurts, and he goes, "You think it's Hurts, or you think it's the scheme?" And they kind of had a get, you know, a good chuckle. And I, it was like he's going to get after Hurts. He's saying he's not as good as you think. It's more the way they play as a team. Um, that was interesting though, because it it would have caused a few headlines if they were playing this week. I can't wait to see this team match up when that when Hurts is playing. How hard do you reckon Dallas? I honestly think Dallas win and win comf- like win easy. I just think they're going to get after the quarterback and bring their best. But if Philly win this game, you'd be pretty flat, wouldn't you, if you're a Dallas Cowboy? For sure. But I still think that's a possibility to happen, Trano, because, like, as I said, I rate Gardner Minshew. Like, he's not in the top. He could he could probably start for five teams or so. Like, he'd definitely start at Houston. Um, he's... I still rate him, and he's ballsy too. He's not afraid to air the ball out. Um, but I was just having a look here. There's one bet that I do really like is uh, Sanders to get over because you just don't have the uh, the unknown of whether Hertz is going to rush or not now. So I think they still get a fair bit of offense going, uh, the Eagles. But if they're going to rush it over, I reckon Sanders gets over because you know how they go, oh, the fake, and then Hertz gets in like he did last week for three rushing touchdowns. Sanders is still the same price as he was last week to get over, but that's without Hurts in the lineup. So I still think he should be shorter than that. So he's two dollars oh five here. So I really like that. I reckon if I'm to do something here, I'll be taking Zeke and Sanders to get over. Like it, mate. Like it. Sanders. Sanders cost me a lot of money. Oh, I know. I couldn't believe that. I just he didn't even get a gig. I was like, what is going on? He had like eleven carries or something. It was 
hard to watch, mate. Very hard to watch. Um, against a team like the Bears that don't really have, I think they're the sixth worst run D. So you'd think going into the game, they'd give them the ball, but it wasn't the case, which was unique. I felt, couldn't believe it, to be honest. Couldn't believe it. Um, but anyway, I think he'll come out and get a bit more work. Righto, let's keep rolling through. We've only got a handful to go. Las Vegas taking on Pittsburgh. Both teams six and eight. This one's in Pittsburgh. Las Vegas have Darren Waller back, and they were they got the chocolates last week, as we know, with that mare from Myers late. I noticed that Darren Waller got back into the lineup and got himself a tutty first week, forty eight yards. Um, great to see him back. I think that uh, the the guy that I'm going to be turning my attention to, though, is Devontae Adams. Every time he's had a mare besides one, he's only had had three games this year in the red, which is he's had 12 yards, 36 yards, and 28 yards. Sorry, four, and he had three yards against New Orleans. So four bad games. But besides from that, he's had seven games over about 120. (laughs) This is he's got a great matchup. Pittsburgh give up a lot of yards to wide receivers. He is my best bet for the week. Hasn't scored a touchdown in two weeks. Um and gets one of the juiciest matchups since probably Jacksonville on paper. And that week he went for 146 and two. Now Darren Waller is back. So targets, yeah, they might get stolen. But I kind of think that with all these players back. I'm tipping Vegas. And I think, you know, they've got a powerful team on offense. Jacobs, Adams, you got Renfro and Hollands there that can play a role. And then you got Waller at tight end and Carlson as the kicker. Can't forget the kicker. He's a gun. Mate, this is a good game, I reckon, for Vegas. And I'm going to have a quick look at the odds now. But they're $2. So I, I really like that. I'm, I'm going to take that on. Yeah, mate, as we mentioned before on the pod, uh, Pittsburgh are really hard to beat at home. They have a they have a good defensive line. It's just whether they can give Derek Carr enough time to get the ball down to Adams and the boys because uh, we know what uh, TJ Watt gets up to. He, he's a menace on the defensive line. I think Vegas, even though they, they're both 6-8, and eight, I think Vegas are a better 6-8, and eight, even though they've had some, some shitful games. Their, their good games have been really good, but Pittsburgh are just winning in arm wrestles. So I think at this point in time, Vegas are going better and I reckon they'll be able to get to Kenny Pickett also. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm on the same side as you, Vegas, Vermont. Love it, mate. Love it. Right, on to the next one. We have Green Bay taking on Miami. This is huge because I'm in one more league in a playoffs, right? And I've got Tua. This one's in Miami. Green Bay looking good. Aaron Jones getting to work. AJ Dillon was concussed. Um, but logs of full practice on Wednesday. So not sure what's going to happen there. Uh, Aaron Jones was really impressive. I noticed in a post-match interview that Aaron Rodgers said that he's playing really injured at the moment and they're really happy. And they thought that when he was talking to the Monday night football, you know, that guy <laughs> after the game. Yeah. Um, it was pretty funny, actually. Aaron Rodgers gives him plenty. But uh, he was just talking about how you've got to get the ball to 33 and make some plays and, and he's playing hurt and we respect him. When he said that, it's like, oh, that makes sense. Because if you look at Aaron Jones's production this year, it's it's all over the place. You know, it's hot, cold, media. Yeah, like literally hot and cold. Like one week it's explosive, next week it's 
it's nothing. Um, gets a good matchup though. Miami for running backs are, you know, really good on paper. I really like the way Waddle went about it last week. We know Hill was a bit banged up. He was, you know, he's limping the two games ago. Um, but I think this week, this week he, uh, they, I don't know. I just feel like Miami's going to go off, and yeah, there's there's some really, really, really exciting players like most at, at running back who's got a good matchup. Went for 136 yards on the ground, um, and then the Hill and Waddle with a one-two punch. I don't know. I don't think the Packers can stop it. That's my tip. What do you think? I don't think they can either, mate. Even though their defense is is quite solid, they're keeping teams to low scores. I just think they've got a bit too much firepower, especially at home. Green Bay just don't they're winning, but just don't seem to. They're not appealing to me. So as you mentioned, Aaron Jones was on fire last week. Christian Watson had a bit more of a quiet one. He ended his touchdown streak last week. Miami for mine. And it's just really interesting to see Aaron Rodgers try to control the narrative in the media, I reckon. So even though they've been on Green Bay the whole year and like whether they're going to bring Jordan Love in and put Rodgers on ice, but he numerous times in a, in about a two-minute interview, he said it's just great to be playing meaningful games in December and making sure yeah, people I do that. Like, that. Yeah, we, oh, it's great to play meaningful games in December, you know, man. Like it's just... Oh, and, and like he made a real point of that. So he's still out here with a point to prove. And I just don't think they're going to have enough juice to go with the Dolphins here. It's expected to rain there. So interesting one, you know, maybe a, that would play into Green Bay's hands a little bit more. Who knows? We'll monitor that one. Um, he's a good quarterback though, isn't he? It, it, it's, a, it's a very interesting one. We'll talk about these podcasts after the season. But what do you do when you got Aaron Rodgers uh, at quarterback and you've got you know, Jordan Love, a guy you've spent a lot of money on, um, you know, a lot of time anyway, it's an early draft pick was probably what I was trying to say. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting year. One thing I'll note, Tonyan, I don't want to put the moz on, but if there was an unders bet, you take it on him. He is nowhere at the moment. And I'll tell you why, because they've got Watson, they've got Dobbs as their two guys. Lazard looks like he's taken his seat to fourth because Randall Cobb's like, I think, They'd prefer to throw it to the, the, you know, the cob, the corn on the cob over the other boys. Um, so Tonya, and he's been, if you think he's going to do anything, he's not. I mean, he's got a good matchup this week, but he's take him out of your fancy lineups because he's non-existent. I don't think he's had more than five points for six weeks. So don't expect him to do anything. It's Miami for me um, and most on the ground. I like his matchup as the main one, but with Tyreek Hill and Waddle, one of them always goes off. You're tipping the Dolphins? I'm going the Dolphins, mate. Yeah. Three to go. Denver, four and 10, taking on LA Rams, four and 10. Big shout out to Patrick Satan, the man in the Ricks eyewear. We love him. Pro Bowl selection, not a bad player at all. Rat, let's not spend too much time on this game. It's, a, it's talk about meaningful games. This is the opposite. Oh. Um, Aaron Donald's not going to be playing. I, I, I just read a report. Uh, there's rumours that Sean McVay might even finish up at the end of the year and go into the media. It's a lot going on here. Just give me your best uh, best bet in this one. Denver and Jerry Judy, 100 yards. Like it. I like it. Jerry Judy's getting, he's eating up those yards. I don't think 100. I think 70 might be more of about the, uh, the way they go about it. I'll tell you what you should do. Take the unders because these games are just going to be shocking on offense. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't see much going on here. If you've got players in fantasy, I think Jerry Judy is the only guy that you really want. Now, Cortland Sut- Sutton is optimistic about playing Sunday. So that would mean that Jerry Judy might not get as many targets. But the guy that uh, Russell Wilson generally goes to is Greg Dolchich, even though quite last week. Um, he's a sneaky, but yeah. Jerry Judy is probably the only player I like and Latavius Murray on the ground. Uh, I'll be tipping Broncos in that, mate. But yeah, won't even be watching much of that one. No, nothing to say here, mate. It's non-contest, four and, four and ten teams that have both had shit years. I'll be skipping over that one. I'll tell you about the non, tell you a real meaningful game. Tampa Bay, six and eight, taking on Arizona, who are four and ten. Poor old uh, Arizona fans uh, in fantasy who've got Hopkins. Trace McSorley will be starting at quarterback. Um, I think when you see that versus Tom Brady, that means Tom Brady and the Bucks win this game with what's on the line as well. I like the way Mike Evans went last week. He had his 83 yards. Uh, he was impressive. Still no tutties. Mate, Mike Evans, touchdown beast. Can you believe he hasn't had a touchdown since week four? No, mate. It, it, like, he's been good. He's just been popping up. Eight, oh, has he been good? 83 yards last week, but then 44, 59, 31. He gets targeted enough. So he's gone nine targets the past two weeks, but for five catches for four catches. And then four weeks ago, he had nine targets for two catches. So he's due, mate. If we're going off your... Um, your logic he, he's bloody more due. Than due, mate. He's more than due. Let's not waste too much time on this one. It's Tampa Bay for me. Um, I expect them to get to work with defense. We know that Arizona has some good players, but with that quarterback, um, McStorley there, I just don't think they'll be able to get the chocolates. And we know that um, there's two running backs, Rashid, Rashad, uh, Rashid White, Rashad White, um, and Lynette Fournette. Um, Bernard Fournette, it's they're kind of like having 40, they had 40 yards each pretty much on the ground last week. But the one stat that stacks up is Leonard Fournette has been getting those 30 receiving yards three weeks in a row. He's had it more than eight times this year. That's one that generally hits. Um, but I, I reckon if you think someone's due, you got to follow him in, don't you? Mike Evans, he might go for three touchdowns. It's, it's always the case, isn't it? They don't touch it, then they go off. But, mate, I just think Tampa, Tampa to win. And Tom Brady, 250 yards. That's what I'll be doing. Yeah, mate. Yeah, money for Jam, that I reckon. No contest here. Right, our last game, Monday night, foot, Monday night football is in America. Monday night football. It's the Chargers taking on the Colts. They're eight and six. Chargers are going really well, mind you. Colts are going shit ass. Nick Foles. It says that Nick Foles is set to start. And Nick Foles is, a, you know, you got to remember, he's a very good quarterback. He won a uh, Super Bowl. Interesting to see how he goes. Um, the Chargers are, the, are really poor against the run. And we know Jonathan Taylor's out. Zach Moss is in line to rotate with Jackson. I think if you're going to have a little play, it's on the ground for the Colts while Nick Foles tries to manage. But the player I'm really impressed with is Keenan Allen. I just think he's so consistent. And when he plays, he's like an 80-yard beast every game. Like, just gets just gets eight catches, you know, six or seven catches. But 80 yards, I really like him. Like, he's just so reliable. Um, but doesn't get a good matchup this week. 
So I think I'll be turning my attention to Austin Eckler. Um, he gets a good one. I think 50 yards and a touchdown and a few catches as well. But charges for me, right? Yeah, charges for me, mate. They're actually one of the informed teams in the competition since Mikey Williams and Keenan Allen came back because we saw for a couple of weeks there, his uh, number one targets were Palmer and Carter. And now they're fourth and fifth options with uh, Jared Everett and Eckler in there as well. So they look really great. You just see Justin Herbert playing with full confidence now, stepping up in the pocket, able to sling the ball absolutely anywhere. I think this is going to be a walk in the park in the dome for the Chargers and as they look to uh, secure one of those playoff spots. Yeah, I like it, mate. I like that. Chargers are building. And we tip, I, tip, I think we tip Chargers at the start of the year. It'd be very good to see them uh, get in there. The way they play is so exciting. Now, Rat, um, as always, we'll put our best bets out on Dabble. If you don't know about Dabble, then um, you mustn't have been listening to our podcast. Download the Dabble app. Uh, gamble responsibly. Hit the link in our show notes so you can follow our accounts. We'll be putting our bets up over the weekend. Um, we thought we'd get this one out early. It's Christmas Eve. We want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Um, we hope you have a great time with your family and you really enjoy the next uh, week or so off work, no doubt, for those that have it. Um, you know, we'll wish you all a Happy New Year. I think we might sneak another podcast in before then. Uh, Rat, what did you want from Santa, mate? What's the one present you want? Three tutties from Derrick Henry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. What about That's very good. That's very good. Well, mate, um, thanks again. We'll put our best bets up on Dabble. We normally give them to you here live, but because we're recording this on a Saturday, um, you know, in Australia, there's still another day and a bit to go. So we'll wait for the late mail, see who's in and out and put our specials up. Um, but yeah, good luck to anyone in fantasy playoffs. Uh, we hope you're, uh, we hope you're scrambling. If you've got Hertz, who's now out. Uh, actually, I might leave you rat. Would you take Minshew? Would you put him in and say, you know what? He can replace him. Oh, I'd put him in, mate. Yeah, he, he's actually uh, he's actually a star. Just because Hurts uh, is dominating and he hasn't had a crack this year, he's actually a really good, really good quarterback. I like him. Love it. I'm, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how this one goes. All right, mate. We'll have a good Christmas with the fam. And, um, yeah, we'll chat soon. And thanks again for all your tips. Um, and, mate, as always, finish in style for me here, brother. Aces Nation. Let's ride. Let's ride.